When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are going to play a new game Brad came up with right off the top of his beautiful head. Blackjack Brad. Uh, don't give me that much credit. <laughs> ah, okay. I don't know where he got it, but I'm really excited about it. We are going to play two. The game comes in two segments. The first is called Contenders or Pretenders. The next is called Panic or Patience. And Brad, would you go on to explain exactly how you'd like me to play this game? Okay, I sure will. So okay. what we're going to do is we're going to take the, the top teams in every in every division and we're going to look at their start and see if they are legitimate contenders. Not necessarily if we're not going to say for the World Series. Not yet. At this point, we're going to say contenders for a playoff spot. Or are they pretenders? Is it just a hot start and then they're going to fall off like a lot of teams typically do, especially this time of year. And then yeah. we're going to go on and we're going to go to the bottom of the standings or the middle for teams that haven't really started the way that we thought they should or even they thought they should right and we're going to play a game called panic or patience should these teams hit the panic button and do they need to make some moves to right some wrongs to fix some holes or do we just need to have patience and let things figure themselves out and they'll be fine come may and june okay but we're going to start with contenders or pretenders first things first brig the rays are 19 and 3 one of the hottest starts in Major League Baseball history. They've won five in a row, seven and three in their last ten, with a plus 88 run differential and obviously sitting at the top of their division. Contender or pretender? Contender. I would say contender, too. They're, they're better than I thought they were going to be, but they're still really... like I, I think even if they fall off, they've started, they've started hot enough that we've seen who they are. They have a lot of talent, really deep team. I think they're contenders too. Yeah, sure. that's how I feel. Okay, and then we've got the Orioles, 14-7. and seven. They've won six in a row, eight and two in their last ten. They are four and five against teams above 500, but they have a plus 18 run differential on their second in the AL East. Contender or pretender? Contender. I'm going to go with contender too. Why do you think they're contenders? Uh, momentum. Momentum. I just think they've got a good team. I, I mean, I think I think the Orioles I, are. That, well, that's what I'm saying. They've, they've. I mean, it's like, and we. I'm not a, saying momentum like in a football game. Right, right, right. Fo- yeah. Football momentum and baseball momentum are different. This is like the lineups working, the pitching is okay, everything's going their way. That's the momentum. Like, don't screw up what's working. Okay. Yeah, and I. Yeah, I think that they've figured stuff out, and it is funny, like. Despite everything the management has, their management has said, like we're not going to spend because we overachieved last year. No, you've got a good team, yeah. and maybe you don't need to spend because you've got a good enough team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there we go. Hundred percent contender right at this point. Okay, let's go. Let's stick with the AL East for just a second. We got the Red Sox, twelve and eleven, seven and three in their last ten, nine and eleven against teams over five hundred, but they have a plus eleven run differential. Now they are last in the AL East, but I put them here because A, they're over 500, B, they yep. seem to be overachieving a little bit, and C, because the AL East is just super competitive right now. Yeah. Contender or pretender? 
Pretender. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. What? They yeah, they're pretender. Did you say sorry, you said pretender, right? Yeah, but I can't believe okay. we're on the same page the whole way down. You gotta yeah. start disagreeing with me. Uh, I think we'll, <laughs> I think we'll get there soon. No, yeah, I think they're will. pretenders because they have they have too much that needs to happen for them to continue to win. And we saw glaring holes earlier this year that I think are oh, going to yeah. rear their ugly heads again. Agreed. Are going to be continuous problems throughout the season. Okay, let's go to the AL Central. The okay. Twins are twelve and ten, four and six in their last ten, six and seven against teams over five hundred, with a plus twelve run differential, and they are first in their division, the AL Central. Contenders, you have them as contenders. Tell me yeah. why. Uh, it's the division, it's the division. I think that if they were in any other division, it would be a problem. Um, not a huge problem, but it would be a battle. But because they're in the central, they're going to walk walk away with it. At this point, if things keep going this way, there's no question. Oh yeah, if things keep going this way, yeah, for sure. But I think they're pretenders. I don't think that they're going to be able to keep this pace. For some reason, I feel like the Twins start start really well, but then they fall off. Right? That yeah. whatever it is, I don't know. I don't know if they are able to take advantage of the cold weather at home earlier in the season or Could what. Be. But no, I th- I don't think they'll be able to keep this pace. I don't think they'll be able to hold off Cleveland the whole year. And and if they don't win their division, they're not making the playoffs. That's what Agreed. That I agree with that. And you're right about Cleveland. I don't know. I think they're contending right now. Okay. Interesting. Let's move on to the AL West. We got the Rangers are 14 and 7, 7 and 3 in their last 10, 4 and 5 against teams over 500 with a plus 60 run differential and they are sitting in first in the AL West. Contenders or pretenders? The Rangers? Mhm. They're pretending right now. I agree. Why do you think they're pretending? Um, don't know. <laughs> just a gut feeling. <laughs> you don't know. Intuition. I don't know. I don't. I'm not just not buying it. I'm not sold yet. Right. And for me, it's track record because right. yes, they have Jacob Degrom who's healthy for now. Right. Like that's for one now. of the things is that he said his health is such a question mark. You don't know when he's going to go down for an extended period of time and have problems. Agreed, so, sir. And I haven't seen, and I know they've got Corey Seager, they've got Marcus Simeon, but, and they've got, you got a Dallas Garcia who th- hit three home runs in a game over the weekend. Yeah. But we haven't seen anything from Garcia to be like, Oh, this is who he is going forward. Cause he's like pushing 30. Right. At this point. So, so you're calling that. them pretenders as well. I am calling it pretenders. They okay. there are too many question marks and unknowns going forward, and their track record says otherwise with guys outside of their stars because you can't win a division, especially the AL West, with like four guys who perform. So I've been saying that to watch Texas for a year now or yes, what, you six have. months. Yeah, but I still view this as a building year. I don't yeah, think this true. is the thing that they're not all complete package yet. Yeah. Like you I said, agree. four guys isn't going to cut it. And one who's injury prone. He's an yes. ace, but he's injury prone. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Let's jump over to the national league for now. Um, let's talk about the Braves. They're 14 and eight. They've lost four in a row, but they're six and four still in their last 10. Um, they're three and seven against teams over 500. And they have a plus 24 run differential and they're sitting in the first place in the NL East. Contenders or pretenders? Okay, this one's really hard because only because they're three and seven against teams over five hundred. 
That's the only reason. Because otherwise, six and four in their last 10 in April is not a big deal. It's no problem. 14 and nine is a great record. They've got a plus 19 run differential, like you said, uh, or plus 24. That's this is great. This is no problem. But right. when they play really good teams or even average to good teams, I don't know. I think they're contenders, but I'm interested to see how May goes. And that's the thing is I think they're contenders because of the Braves. and They've given me no reason to think otherwise the last two to three years. Right. But if they can, if they continue at this pace, they won't be. They're going to have to make some things right in the meantime. They have the potential to be pretenders, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because of who they've been as being contenders. So, Same. But, they, but they've, they're going to have to fix some things in the meantime. They are. Speaking of having to fix things and having a track record, let's go to the Ooh. Mets. Oh, the Mets no. are 14 and nine. They've lost two in a row. They're seven and three in their last 10. Nine and seven against teams over 500 with a plus 19 run differential. They're second in the NLEs. Contenders or pretenders, Brig? No, Brad. No. Ouch. This is so hard. This hurts to try and pin this down, but I'm going to go ahead and say they're pretending right now. Oh, pretenders. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing you did with the Braves. They're over 500 record against teams over 500. They're nine and seven against winning teams, which is a pretty big deal, even at this time of year. I feel like yeah, that's true. But they're dealing with a lot of stuff. They've got a lot of injuries that they're dealing with, like long term, right? Right. I don't think the Max Scherzer suspension is going to be a big deal because he's only going to miss two starts. That's fine, and it's not going to happen again. No, right. If they ask him to wash his hands with alcohol, I think he knows better to be like, I'll go use soap. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Because the alcohol so, made it worse. Yeah. It did. It, yeah. David Cohen showed us the alcohol made it 10 times worse. So yeah. I don't know. This is the, the, the Mets have a good team. They have a really good core despite yeah. dealing with they this, like I said, with some of the injuries. They spent a lot of money to not be good. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say contenders, they're going to contend for the NL East. I don't know that they'll win it because. Again, track record of them blowing things in the end. But yeah. I'm going to call the Mets contenders. Cool. Okay, this might be the hardest one so far. The Pirates. I know, I know, I know. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, 16 I'm and worried. 7. They've won, they've won seven in a row. That is the best winning streak in baseball right now. They're 8 and 2 in their last 10. 4 and 2 against teams over 500. Plus 25 run differential sitting on top of the NL Central. And this is the best start for the franchise in 31 years. Contenders or pretenders, Brig? Oh, by the way, they're doing it without O'Neill Cruz. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Uh... <laughs> they're contenders. I think so, too. I don't think yes. they're pretending. I think they're contending because that's a pretty, that's a good team. That's Brian good Hayes team. has gotten to be like, I've seen a lot of people over the weekend saying he's the best defensive third baseman in baseball. And Nolan Arenado still wakes up every morning <laughs> and plays third base. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So does Devers. Yeah. And so does, and so does Matt Chapman. It's all oh, Matt Chapman has been killing the Yankees. And he, he's back. Oh. Matt Chapman is back. He is back. So he, wherever he's tough. been, we found him. Yeah. Yeah. Key Brian Hayes is killing it at third base. And so I, I think they're contending. 
It's I think a rough deal, especially in that division, the NL Central. Please, there's no reason if they keep That's this what up. I'm saying, oh yeah, if they if they keep this up, it'll be them and the Brewers at the end of the year. Yeah, but and I I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt on this and say contenders because and part of it I I wonder if Captain Kutch, dude, the only thing that has changed. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's truly one of the only things that has changed. Yeah, yep, it's crazy, just crazy. If, okay, here now I want to ask you this question: If yeah. they do compete, let's say they even make it to a wild card spot, does uh-huh. Kutch come back for one more year? No way. No, you don't think they beg him to stay. So, <laughs> so they would have to beg him by giving him a lot of money because he said in the past, like when he went to the Phillies, he's like, did you see how much they paid me? Of course I was going to Philly. Right. You're right. Like, yeah. I could see them being like, what you write the check and we'll sign it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it would take. I think it gets to the point where he's like, I did, I did what I came to do. I got help this team get to the playoffs. Now you guys take it to the next level. Give me a role somewhere in the coaching staff so I can get a ring if that's what it comes to. Okay. But I'm done playing. I, th- okay. I I think he tries to go out on top and having a great year because he's killing it. He is. I, think, I can't remember who it was. Somebody on social media said that Pirates uniform must give him superpowers. I, bingo. Because this is vintage McCutcheon that we're seeing. It is. It's great. It's it early, really but it's awesome. Yep. Okay, let's go on to the Brewers. Contenders. <laughs> 15 and 7, 17 <laughs> less 10. 10 and 6 against teams over 500, plus 27 run differential, second in the division behind the Pirates contenders. 100%. Absolutely. They are no well question. put together, well coached, everything. Okay. Brewers yep. contenders. Cubs. Here's a tricky one. 12 and yep. 9. They've lost two in a row. They're 6 and 4 in their last 10. 6 and 7 against teams over 500, plus 39 run differential. Blowing out the Dodgers will help with that for sure. And third in the NL Central. Contenders or pretenders? What's in between contender and pretender? What's the middle? There's got to be. There's a middle. no middle ground. There's no middle ground. <laughs> Come on. We're dealing in absolutes here, Brick. <laughs> I need a middle. <laughs> Normally I wouldn't do that, but this. today we're going to deal with absolutes. <laughs> uh, I think the Cubs are pretending. I do too. I do too. They're not supposed to be this good yet, but there are other teams that aren't supposed to be this good, but I don't think that they have. Um, I don't think that they're. They have the talent to sustain this. I think part of it is Patrick Wisdom is playing out of his mind right now, which he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He could have a career year this year, but um, I think a lot of their success is going to ride on Cody Bellinger's ability to sustain what he's doing right now, and I don't know if he can because he hasn't been the same since the shoulder injury. Okay. be interesting to watch. Last one with contenders and pretenders. We're going to go to the Diamondbacks. 12 and 11. They have lost two in a row. They 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 actually dropped three out of four against the Padres. Uh, four and six in the last 10. 10 and 10 against teams over 500, but they are sitting in first in the NL West. Contenders or pretenders? They're pretending right now. Yeah. They're, they're doing pre- a great job, but they're pretending. Yeah, they are. Zach Gallen cannot carry that team every five days <laughs> no. on his own. Corbin Carroll is a great, great player. Got called up. They have him batting third in the lineup, and that dude is. Everything they build him for. I got to watch him in person this weekend, and he was yeah. absolutely outstanding. The Duke yeah. can flat out play, but they don't have a lot of guys on that team that can do that. They get, they're going to have to figure out. they got to get Kyle Lewis back and healthy, which he has not proven the last couple of years he can do. Um, they've got Lourdes Gurriel, but that dude's kind of streaky, 
right? Yeah. I did I did yeah. watch him throw a laser beam from left field, though. I didn't realize his arm was that good. That dude could really huck it. Um, but Cattell Marte has been really inconsistent the last couple of years, and I just I don't I don't see it, unfortunately. I think they'll finish around five hundred, but they're not gonna contend for the West. The potential for everybody else in that division is just too high. I okay. agree with everything you just said, so take that. Well, all right, I'll take that and I'll put it to the bank. Uh, anyway, or however that goes, I don't know. All right, let's move on to panic or patience. Let's start with the Yankees. Okay, okay. The Yankees going into Monday are thirteen and nine. Yeah. They are five and five in the last ten, plus twenty one run differential with a record of nine and seven against teams over five hundred. Panic or patience? Patience. Tell me why, Yankee fan. Um, bunch of young guys in the rotation right now. Some injuries are having uh, wreaking havoc on the starting rotation for pitching, um, and and in the field. Let's be honest. And so their batting order is not constructed the way they intended it to be constructed. Obviously, we understand that we have to get the next man up. That's just a thing that happens in baseball over a long season. But in April, you didn't expect it to be that way. Nobody thinks that you'll start the season off with plagued by injuries and things like that. So um, I think that they've held it together well enough, given the hardships of the um, injury bug. But but also their schedule hasn't been – I mean, they, they've only lost one series this whole season so far, and that was to the Blue Jays this week. So I don't see panic at all. Yeah, I agree. I, I think patience. They're a really good team. They've got a good lineup. Like you said, the injuries have been a problem. Most teams don't deal with that many injuries this early in the season. It's been pretty bad for New York. Well, and, and they've got some big ones, too. Like, they yeah. Carlos Rodon was supposed to be in the starting rotation, and he we still don't know when because he's got now got back stuff on top of everything. It's a problem. And then we just lost um, Stanton as well. So, yeah. And Stanton is not a field, he's not a field guy, he's a DH guy. So right. and he's been know. playing left field though, hasn't he? He has, has he been. been. Yeah. And in right field. He's they're they're yeah. platooning everybody around. But you know who is a crazy decent center fielder? Is Isaiah Kiner Falepa. Oh, really? Yes. He's somehow fast. he's super fast, and somehow he gets reads on the ball and then is able to correct a miscue if he needs to. And that, as a Yankees fan, has been really fun, which means that Aaron Judge gets some time in right field, but he also gets time in center. Harrison Bader is out, so there's our everyday yeah. center fielder. And that means we don't have to rely on Aaron Hicks for an everyday outfielder solution because he's just bad. <laughs> yeah, most Yankee fans, from what I've seen, have been done with Aaron Hicks for a while. Yeah, we don't like him. No. Yeah, not so much. Okay, it's a left-handed bat, but he's not even that good at it. So anyway, yeah, maybe you should switch to batting right. Anyway, all right, let's talk about the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, also in the mm-hmm. AL East, are yeah. um, they're thirteen and nine as well. Very, very similar to how the Yankees have been five and five in their last ten, won their last game, but their run differential is minus four, and they're yeah. seven and five against teams over five hundred, contenders or pretenders. No panic or patience. Or, sorry, panic or patience. Sorry. Uh, patience. I'm going with patience. I am, a and only because panic. I watched them 
you're approaching panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I hadn't have seen how well they did against the Yankees this last week, I would have felt differently. Yeah. Okay. That makes a difference because I didn't watch them this weekend. I'm going to get to see them this week when they play the Mariners. Um, but th- they've got some pitching issues is the big yeah. thing with me is that Barrios is not good anymore at all. Uh, Kikuchi mm-hmm. is, you don't know who you're going to get each time. And Manoa, Every day it's different. Yeah. Manoa has not had a good start. Not great. So you cannot have three question marks st- as your starting pitchers out of your five. Whereas those are supposed to be your top three, right? Because yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a big time problem. Because then four and five, like what are you getting from those guys? Yeah. I'm honestly surprised that the Blue Jays are over 500 right now. They're 13 and nine. Because it seems like they've, they've had some pretty good opportunities to score a lot of runs in a mm-hmm. couple games. So, yeah, I agree. Anyway. All right, Cleveland. The Cleveland baseball team, 11 and 11, 4 and 6 in their last 10, run differential of minus 6, and they are 2 and 4 against teams over 500. Panic or patience? Um, I'm going to give them a patience, but basically because their only real problem will be Minnesota in the division. Yeah. If I think if they were in any other situation, we would be panicking pretty quick. But I love the way Tito manages, and I don't think they're going to have as big a problem. And he is the X factor there every time. When Tito's the manager, Terry Francona, for those of you that don't know, his nickname's Tito. Um, Yeah, he's the... He's, he's got some golden elixir or something. The dude knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, there's some there. He, yeah, exactly. He's got something. Uh, I don't know what it is. I would be, and, and like you said, patience just because of the division. I think that's the only reason. Because the, unfortunately for Cleveland, this is who they are. They don't yeah. hit a lot of home runs. They don't score a lot of runs. They rely heavily on starting pitching. Um, but the thing I've always said, because that was that was the Mariners for a lot for a lot of years, was we're going to have the best pitching in the league, and they did, but they still lost 100 games because they lost a bunch of those games, one to zero, two to one. Yeah, baseball is not a, a sport where your defense translates into runs, translates into nope. scoring. Right. It doesn't happen. You've got to be balanced on both sides of the ball, and I think that if Cleveland has another. 500 month in May at that point you start to panic you got it you got to bring in a bat you got to have somebody and I know they've got Jose Ramirez they've got Josh Naylor who's streaky as all get out yeah you've got guys who can hit the ball but you might reach a point where you've got to have somebody who is a little bit more consistent who can actually and will actually hit the long ball because that's that's baseball today you've got to have guys who can hit home runs and it's true Cleveland does not does not yeah, I agree. Okay, let's go down to Chicago. The White Sox. Terrible mm. start for the White Sox. Seven and fifteen. Uh two and eight in their last ten. Lost four in a row, minus thirty one run differential, five and eleven against teams over five hundred. Panic or patience? Panic. Absolutely panic. Yeah, they've got to yeah. they've got to be looking to do something because they're that team has had such high expectations this year and the last like three years they got to do something to figure out what's going on there. Yeah, and I you got to wonder if this is a first year management situation and that's what's wrong, but that's a cheap excuse. It is. 
because you've got a ton of talent on the team. And I understand another part yeah. of his injuries because like Luis Robert yeah. can't stay healthy. Eloy Jimenez can't stay healthy. Joe Kelly True. can't stay healthy. Like you've got to figure out something to be able to fill those holes to get some depth because you have a winnable division. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. The White Sox need to be looking to make moves. Got to be looking to deal with somebody to get things going. I agree. All right. Let's go to the Astros. Another slow start. Had a good week, and like we said, like we talked about, they swept the swept the Braves, twelve and ten, seven and three in their last ten, won four in a row, up to a plus twenty seven run differential now, um, nine and six against teams over five hundred. I think that's pretty easy. This is a patient situation. Same patience. Yep. Yeah, they, they're starting to right the ship, and it's trouble for the rest of the AOS and the rest of the American League. To be honestly honest with you, if yeah everything comes around for them. Let's go to the Angels because I feel like that one's super dull. Let's go to the Angels. <clears throat> the Angels are now 11 and 11, 4 and 6 in their last 10. Uh, they won their last game, plus 8 run differential, 3 and 7 against teams over 500. Panic or patience? This is a crazy one. And I'm going to say patience, but only because I watched them perform against the Yankees. So my official answer is patience, but it is a really, really asterisk-laden answer. I need, I need more from them, and that my answer could change in the next five days to panic. Oh, they could say five minutes. <laughs> no, no, I, a handful of more games though, and I think we'll have our answer. But right now, I'm going to lean on patience, um, just because they do have X factor talent there. The back to back to back home runs by Ward, Otani, and. Uh, Trout the other day was yeah. good. So if if Trout, who has momentitis, if he can start to step up and do some things, then I, you know maybe this will work. But man, when Taylor Ward said he wanted to be the best left fielder in baseball at the beginning of the season, dude is making a campaign out of that. He is, and yeah, and I think it's awesome. So for those reasons, I'm saying patience. So I would say patience with the Angels too, but part of that. Part of the reason I, I have a hard time saying that is because of what they did last year where they just lost a bunch of games in a row. They completely wiped out their winning streak, right? Totally. Like this team could be really, really bad come May. And yeah. the other reason I want to say panic with them is because I feel like the Zach Neto call-up was a panic move. That they're like, mm. David Fletcher's not performing and we've got to win games because like we talked about before, they know this season is like their success. This season is like, this is their future. Right, yeah. like, this is their future with Shohei Otani. They have to win this year. He is gone, gone, gone. Yeah. And so I think I think there's a little bit of panic in the front office with that. I think we'll see some moves here coming up pretty soon because they've had guys who have not just pan just haven't panned out. Matt Thice has not been the offensive production they've wanted him to be. Joe Adele has not been the player they wanted him to be. Had a pretty good year last year, but is is not who they wanted him to be. But so now I they're down be- both starting catchers. Yeah, exactly, and like, so, and like we talked about, Matt Thice has a has an opportunity because his he was a catcher in college. That's yeah. his natural position, so he has a chance to really thrive in his natural position. Uh, like because, like I said before, I feel like that translates over offensively. It's a whole mental thing. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Angels made a move here in the next week, maybe two, if they if they brought in a veteran catcher of some degree, like um, Gary Sanchez, maybe. 
He's certainly Just an offensive think, upgrade from what they have from from trying nobody to think at of who's all. available. Yeah. That's a really interesting situation, actually, with Gary Sanchez. Huh. It'll be interesting to see what happens because they need they do need offensive support and they do need a veteran catcher. I'm not the biggest Gary fan, but I can see that move being feasible and maybe even logical for the the Angels. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. That, that does make a lot of sense. I hadn't thought about Gary Sanchez. That makes sense. Okay. Let's move on to my team. So wait, wait. Talk- your oh, official sorry, is your official answer panic or patience? My official an- my official answer is panic. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go on to the Mariners. The Mariners have had an interesting start. 10 and 12 <clears throat> overall. Six and four in the last 10. Lost the last game on Sunday against the Cardinals. Plus one run differential, plus 90 fun differential. And five and eleven against teams over five hundred. Um, what do you think? Break panic or patience with the Mariners? Five and eleven against team against teams over five hundred. Yeah, that's bad. It's it's pretty brutal. It's been tough to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say patience, just because. I want to just because I want them to start pulling themselves out of this. So I'm so, reluctant to say patience. <laughs> I'm going to say patience. I'm going to say, I'm going to say patience. So part of it is um, there's been a couple injuries. Robbie Ray didn't make it out of his first start healthy. That's right. been a problem. So then Chris Flexen had to come in from the bullpen and he is not good as a starting pitcher. He's way better out of the bullpen. <laughs> Which right. is weird to say for some guys, but he he's better as a reliever. So a lot of the Mariners' success going forward is going to contend on his starts every that the starts in that slot every five days because he's his last two starts he's given up six and seven runs. He let a six he let a six run lead just completely disintegrate his last not not this last start Whoa, but the week before. That's in bad. like five minutes. It was so bad. It was ugly. Um, oh. But another reason I'm going to say patience is because. Julio Rodriguez has been fine, but he has last year he didn't hit his first first home run until May first, right? He's hit like I think he's hit three or four already, so he's off to a little bit better start, but he's still slow. Yeah, Jared Kelnick has been on fire. That's rocket fire, been amazing. But the hole in the lineup comes in the DH spot, which is not a place you want to have a hole, but it's also fixable. Cooper Hummel got sent down, and so. They're looking. They're looking for a solution to the problem. I'm going to say patience with the caveat that you have to be actively searching for a solution to the DH hole, okay? Because it, it is a problem, and and you can't like you can't have your DH just be like a guy off the bench who hits a buck fifty just because you need a ninth batter, right? Like it's not mandatory to have a DH. Let your pitcher hit because a lot of them can do better than that. They're athletes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. That's that's my thing. Is I I'm going to say patience with really the upset. caveat that you've got to be actively looking for somebody as a DH. If you don't have a DH by the middle of May, it might be time to panic because things will continue to look like this if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. So, yeah, that that is my one concern with the Mariners. Okay, right, let's go to the Phillies down to the National League. Let's go to the Phillies. Eleven and ten, eleven and twelve. Sorry, seven and three in their last ten. They've won three in a row. Run differential is still in the negative. Uh, they're minus 10. Um, <clears throat> and they are 2-7 and seven against teams over 500. Panic of patience. 
going to be patient. I want to see what Bryce Harper can do when he comes back and starts playing first base and injecting his personality into the lineup and things like that. That's the big one is Bryce Harper has proven to be a major clubhouse leader with this team. And they go, I don't want to say they go as he goes. All he has to do is like be in there playing and somehow he injects a ton of energy into that lineup. You would have thought that Trey Turner could have done that, but I don't know that he's necessarily a vocal leader, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with that. Sure. But I want to see Bryce Harper getting out on the field and firing guys up to see what he does at first base. I'm going to say patience until he gets back. If things Bingo. continue when he gets back, then I would say panic, and you got to make some moves. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's yep, go yep. to the Cardinals, NL Central. The Cardinals are nine and thirteen, four and six in the last ten. They won their game on Sunday, so they didn't get swept. Minus two run differential, six and ten against teams over five hundred. Panic or patience with the Cardinals? This one's really hard. This this is probably the hardest one for me overall. Okay. Um, however, I'm going to say panic. I think at this point, they're in a panic situation. Yeah, I'm going to go with panic. So I'm going to say panic as well. My thing mm-hmm. is, I saw, I actually went down a rabbit hole on Twitter this weekend. <laughs> and Cardinals fans are not happy with Ali Marmol. Not at all. Really? Yeah. Somebody said that whoever his bench coach was last year, he's, I can't remember who it was, but he's somewhere else now. They're like, he was the guy who the clubhouse listened to. He was the glue that kept, that was like, or he was the bridge. Yeah. He was the bridge between the players and the manager so that basically, so they listened to him, that he's lost the clubhouse. And that if they fired Marmol today, this team would start winning tomorrow. Wow. Wow. Is is, is basically what I got out of it. And that's what I'm going to go with because he doesn't like watching him with, with the cards playing against the Mariners this weekend. He doesn't know what he's doing. I don't want to say, well, I shouldn't say he doesn't know what he's doing, but he doesn't have it. So didn't we call this out earlier that there was something funky in the clubhouse in St. Tyler O'Neill, the Tyler O'Neill situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so somebody got one of it. He pulled one of his pictures this weekend and he was not happy about it and let Marmol know about it. So, yeah, yeah that there's a lot that going pans on out. That pans so. out because they've got all the talent in the world. Tons of talent. There's no reason for them to be this bad. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to say panic with the cards, and it's easily fixed. But whether or not they do, I don't know. Okay, let's go to the Dodgers. Now this is interesting. So they're 12 and 11, five and five in their last ten. They've won two in a row, plus 19 run differential, and they're eight. But they're eight and ten against teams over 500. And you only say panic or patience in this situation just because of who they are, right? Right. It has not looked good so far for the Dodgers. But are we going to panic or are we going to have patience with them? I'm panicking. Panicking with the Dodgers. Okay. Tell me why. It's a vibe thing, man. It just doesn't look good. Like the the on-the-field product just doesn't look good. It doesn't feel right. Something is wrong. If you can walk into Wrigley Field and lose 13-0 to on any day, Especially in 2023, especially in April, you're something is rotten, something is wrong. And we called it last year when we said that if they don't pull it off in 2022, that it's time to maybe sell the farm and tear it down. And they haven't. And so that's what I'm saying. I think panic and this panic streak is going to run all the way through the rest of the season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'd say panic as well for everything you said that. A team that is supposed to win that does not eventually starts to get sick of each other. 
I feel yep. like that you you yes. get to a point where it's like, well, it's not me. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Like, what's going on here? Why can't we get over the hump? And now I think I don't want to say there's infighting in the clubhouse, but there's there's a vibe. The vibe is off in LA, like you said. It is off. It's a vibe thing. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Dave Roberts has run his his uh, tenure out in LA. I think you could be right. Yeah, the voice is getting stale in the clubhouse. Yep. I think be. it's over. Yeah. 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 Because and the other thing too is like, yeah, yes, they've won a World Series during this stretch with him, but it was a shortened season. They didn't have to go through the whole gambit, right? And yes, every the situation was the same for everybody across the board. And it was more sure. even being in a a neutral site than it has ever been before, right? And they ended up winning. But still, like you've got to prove that you're still that team by going on a winning World Series the whole length. So can't. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Dave, Dave is the, I'm not saying he's the problem, but like, I like the way you put it. His voice is a little stale. And I think that makes all the sense in the world. They just need to shake up something and they probably will come out right on top again. Yep. Too much talent on that team. Not to. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's go. Last one. We have here. The Padres, the Padres are 12 and 12. Five and five in the last ten. They won two in a row. They took three out of four against the Diamondbacks, like I said. Um, run differential is minus 13. They're 10 and 10 against teams over 500. Panic or patience? Bro, if I'm a San Diego front office personnel, I've been panicking for two weeks. Maybe. Oh, more. really? <laughs> yep. And I, yeah. I hope that the Tati situation helps but i don't think it's going to um i think his personality is going to hurt the clubhouse more than it will help i think moving him out to left field is a great decision for when he's in we right trade he's in right still for right field left. yeah so that's yeah. right uh which is weird anyway but if they trade him this is just an opportunity to show other teams that he's a great trade piece could be i'm gonna have patience okay a lot of new faces there. Xander Bogarts. Yeah. Tatis coming back after a year off. He had a pretty good weekend. He struck he was 0 for 5 his first game back, but it didn't take him long to get his first home run. Right. Yeah. And he had a pretty good game the other night when I was there. Yeah. Um Juan Soto has not been Juan Soto that you saw with the Nats. No. I don't know what's going on there. I don't either. But but I think you do have to have patience though with with him there, right? Like I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, and and at one point, do you not have any more patience with him? I don't know. But at the same time, though, like you expect him to right the ship. You expect Xander Bogarts to, to play well. You expect Tatis to come back to play well. And you expect Manny Machado to continue to play well. There's too much talent on that team for them not to play well. well so I think you give great. it. I think you give it a couple more weeks before you start to panic. That no. if they no. are, no, I think if they're under 500, middle of May, then you panic. No. No, Brad. You're giving them too much credit, Brad. You're giving them I too much credit. Be. I might be. It's not going to happen. If they don't start panicking now, then they'll miss the boat on opportunities they could have made to trade up and rotate some things around and shake it up. If they wait too long, and they will, they'll wait too long, and they'll hope that all this talent will come up and start swinging the bat, then it's going to be use or lose. I'm telling you. Could be. There could is be trouble late. in paradise. But, 
But if the Dodgers continue to struggle and we know that the Diamondbacks are not, like we're saying the Diamondbacks are pretenders, that division sure. is still going to be wide open in two to three weeks. They'll be I fine. agree with you. But you don't want to win by default, and you don't want to win because you're like, meh, good enough, like in the central. You want to win because you want to dominate, especially if you're the Padres, right. and even more especially if you're the Dodgers. I'm saying either of those two teams better start trading phone numbers back and forth and talking <laughs> to each other because they might have t- players that each other needs to make it a more competitive situation. Because AL West is fascinating right now because two teams that absolutely should be dominating their uh, their opposition are not. They're mediocre. It's all lukewarm, and it makes me mad, Brad. I'm upset. <laughs> it should be more exciting, Brig, that the NL West is wide open right now. No. Because the Dodgers could have been the one to start 13-0 and and be 19-3, and whatever the Rays are right now. But they're not. So they're hovering around 500 and getting blown out by the Cubs in Chicago. It's, bl- it's b- bananas. And it is exciting if you're a Cubs fan. And it's exciting if you have, you know, if you're a D-backs fan. But everybody else is like, what the world is falling apart? And the sky really is falling in the NL West. It really is. Okay. All, All right. Saying. Yeah. Well, we'll, disagree. we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. But anyway. Oh, that's good. Like the baseball it. family, let us know what you think. <laughs> let us know about your uh, contenders, pretenders, panic, or patience. Uh, we're going to actually play this, I think, every month through the trade deadline just because oh, yeah. this is a lot of fun. This is, this is a good game to play. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.